0: Today, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Breakfast with Patton Heels for IMR Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit
0: imar.com.au
2: Very, very special guest on the show this morning, Heels. Yeah. Another another country girl. See, you Billow Wheeler boy you, King of Roy Kid, Holly Furley. Holly, good morning to you. Welcome.
0: Morning, Pat. Morning Heels. Thanks for having me.
2: <laughs> A pleasure. Now it listen, th- tell me how old you were when you took the hat trick.
0: Uh I was fourteen, uh, playing my first men's cricket game and my parents didn't actually think that I was going to bowl that day. They thought I was just there to make up numbers and fields. Yeah. So, uh, mum was doing the grocery shopping and dad was at work when uh, someone actually bailed mum up at the shops to tell her that I took a hat trick, and <laughs> I don't think she believed them.
1: Yeah, how good! And then, and then you got a wicket in your fir- maybe your first over against the Bulls Masters or with the Bulls Masters. Were you playing with or against us?
0: I was playing. Uh, actually, I think. I would have been playing with you guys, I think. I didn't ever get the chance to play against you. So, um, he was, was it you behind the stumps?
1: No, it wasn't. I wasn't there, but I remember the boys ah. coming back saying, you should have seen this thing we saw in Kingaroy. <laughs> so, uh, that's why I'm not clear uh, well, on whether inspired you're playing. By
0: the elite. I was inspired by the eliteness of the boys, that's <laughs> for sure.
1: Oh, very good, very good. Hey, now, Holes, are you, are you still in the frame here for this test stuff? You know, um, you know. I saw you play your second test, I'd say it was, in 2015 at Kent. And you were so young then. You started two years before that. But, um, you know, you're still aspirational to be in this Australian team?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just showing how strong domestic cricket is when we've got that many fast bowlers knocking on the door. Um, no, but I, I think it's actually awesome that we've seen a lot of these squads Grow, we've we've missing the likes of Jess Jonathan and Megan Shoot, which has been a massive blow to to the Aussies across this whole series. So, yep. um we're actually starting to see some of these kids put their put their hands up. But no, the the fire is definitely there for me. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Oh, as you as you say, this could be one of their great selection challenges t- today. Uh, which quicks are going to get going to get a run, uh, knowing that th- their confidence in Elise Perry leading the attack won't be sky high. So the ones behind her have got a job to do.
0: Yeah, they really do. And, and that'll be the interesting balance for the Australian team and Meg Lanning and Maddie Mott would be starting to to ponder before the t- uh, before the toss is you've lost Rach Haynes to a hamstring injury, who's an opening bat, a left-hand opening bat. You do have a like-for-like replacement in Georgia Redmayne sitting there. And he's also a Queenslander, and we've seen her absolutely dominate the WNCL but they're probably likely to take an extra bowler in because they don't have that same confidence as who's going to take the 20 wickets, who's going to be the one that's going to, to bowl through this this whole innings, let alone managing bowler loads and some mm-hmm. of these youngsters coming through. So I think, I think we can expect Darcy Brown to debut well and truly. Right, right. I think she's impressed in the, in the ODIs. But then it's a massively green wicket, So whether they take someone like Stella Campbell in as well, who also does a similar role to Darcy Brown, I'm not too sure. Um, uh, We're all sitting here not sure what's going to happen today. And there's weather around. So do you take an extra patient in there too?
2: Well, you've already got the listeners fired up here. Can you please ask Holly whether it's likely Georgia Wareham is going to make the final 11 as a top-order bat for the ladies' test? At possibly four or five, especially with Beth Mooney likely going to the top two with Healy. Surely Georgia has knocked the door down, deserves a chance as a specialist bat with Haynes out injured, and so many all-rounders being picked from Perry down to the late middle order. So this one is a its a pretty a pretty specific yeah. question,
0: isn't now, it?
1: Although they might have a word wrong. Would it be Wareham or do you think it's a red that they think, Holly?
0: I think they're referring to Redmayne because yeah. Wareham's a spinner. I was going right. to say yeah. Wareham has had a, a quad niggle, um, although I hope I think the Aussies were hoping that she would be fit enough to, to be eligible for selection. So that might be extra spinovers that the Aussies take in. I would love to see Georgia Redmayne get her baggy green. I'm just not confident that the Aussies would do that. With the fact no. that they're not too sure of how they're going to take
2: wickets.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's my and here's a, my sorry, order.
2: Well, right, it was Georgia Redmayne.
1: <laughs> <was talking> <laughs> but it says uh, wear them there. Yeah. But um, so I've got Healy, Mooney, Lanning, Perry, Gardner, right, top five. Then mm-hmm. Talia McGrath can she bat six, followed by Annabelle Sutherland. You know. Oh yeah,
0: the, I'd I'd almost put McGrath in at five before Ash Gardner. Ash Gardner. Right, but, Have her floating up and down depending on what the situation requires. She's made it known that she's still going to go at her usual, um, use her aggressive intent. Tali McGrath is made for Test cricket, she's going to have an absolute ripper game.
1: So there's the, the dearth of spots. There's no real spots for Georgia there. Um, and then and then they've got so many options, haven't they? Like Ask Gardner being the offie, the spinner. Do we need another spinner? So Annabelle Sutherland, as well as Darcy Brown, Stella Campbell. Um, is, is there a spinner in the absence of Wareham that we need to put in there?
0: Well, you'd think Sophie Molyneux, who's also played test cricket, would be yep. in there as well, provided her lip is is okay um after she got that knock in game three and i no doubt was probably needing some stitches after the game yep. and and possibly a concussion test so um i'm interested to see whether she's fit but i think though she's been back in the nets bowling and um yeah i think the aussies were, were quite confident in a lot of these girls that had those niggles after the odi series
1: and then the other uh, player I'm thinking of is Hannah Darlington. Is there a spot for her or is she still a little raw?
0: I think she could do a job in the test, but I don't think they'll take her in. With a, with a green bounty wicket, I think they'll take out-and-out out pace um, to try and really hurry the the Indian batters. We saw that um, the likes of Shafali Burma really don't like the short ball. Okay. Um, so I think that they'll be trying to to attack really aggressively and then use your spinners in your holding overs. We know with the pink ball, it swings a lot when it's brand new. Um, but once it goes, you, you've really got to start to get thrifty with how you use those overs and, and what field placements Meg Lanning's going to have to have. So I think they're more likely to take the aggressive option and then use Darlington in the T20s to just jam Yorkers.
2: Right. Eh? Hey, speaking of Meg, she has come out and uh, you know very vocally and said, we want more tests. Um, is it possible, given the you know the hectic schedule that uh, that women's cricket has now?
0: Oh, one hundred percent. I think we we always have two or three. or oh, sorry, it's normally three or four series a, a year um, that, mm-hmm. that are played, and you could always throw a test in there. These multi-format series makes every game count. Um, yeah. We saw that the the ODIs were were so close, and the Aussies are up four two in the points. This test could ultimately decide who who wins the whole series. But it, it makes it so exciting. Um, it, we would love to see long form cricket at the domestic level as well. Yeah. Um, we'd yeah. love to pull on the the, the baggy maroon um, and and take on the the New South Welshmen um, in in the two day or four day game. There's definitely scope there. And I think there's there's lots of discussions around world cricket at the moment about how can we play more test cricket as women.
1: Yes, you, even the WNCL doesn't even have to be four-day games, just two-day games. You know, that, that's a start because it's all one-days and mainly T20s for you. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a great movement that's starting to happen. I, I sensed, in when I always said, uh, you know, you girls need to play more tests, I, I always got a bit of pushback, even from Meg Lanning. Um, so, so I'm really pleased to hear her say that. Now, what a what a team they've assembled that Australian team, right? In, in that team, we've just picked Patty. Mm-hmm. There's five quicks, and a couple of spinners, and a lot of those quicks bat well. It's incredible the options yeah. in this in this team. Now, last Test in 2019 uh, against England in England, we played a dominant draw, Holly. That there, there just wasn't enough courage to put England in to bat last and, and think we could bowl them out. And hence it became a draw. Will we have some courage in this game? Do you think we've learnt from that?
0: I would think so. I think the other thing to add to that heels is that the girls only play four days. And that's another yep. massive talking point in going, why can't we have the fifth day? Because the fifth day will force results. So you can't have batters sitting there just, just trying to to bat out a draw. Um, you, you've actually got to, to make this force a result. I think Meg has learned from from that game. Um, yep. And I think, too, like pink ball, it's it's far more aggressive. We know that as soon as the lights take hold, the ball's going to be doing all sorts of things. So yeah. um, I, I think that there will be a result here. The only thing that could potentially hamper that is the weather. But the way that that's negated is if we get a fifth day.
2: <laughs> yeah, true. Hey, that's one thing we didn't mention, that this is uh, a pink ball test. So yeah. um, it's going to be spectacular down there, isn't I'm, it? I'm scared
1: for Elise, Elise Perry being able to control it early.
0: Yeah, I I'm, I know that she's been breaking down her whole uh, action in these last couple of days, I guess. Um, speaking to Beth Mooney yesterday, um, she she said to me that it's almost a blessing in disguise sometimes that the turnaround's been super tight. Um, so that they can just keep pressing on and, and keep playing. For someone like Pez, and, and I really feel for her because being out of uh, out of rhythm and, and out of form a little bit, it's really hard to to manufacture it and make it come back. And heels, you'd know when you're out of form with the bat, you just keep trying harder and harder and harder, and often that's the the worst thing that can happen for you. I guess the beauty of it with her in the test is that she's got time. She's got so much time to work herself into. Um, her spell and and I think she'll find that rhythm again but she's just got to make sure she doesn't get caught up in the detail of where her front arm's going and just be complete just be effective just take it take the onus off yourself and just focus on competing with Tabata
1: yeah well said she can think it that's for sure and overthink it at times when she's so good she doesn't have to Um, now We've got our team covered. Now, India, they've got everything covered with the bat, right? They've got left-handers, right-handers. They've got technical prowess and they've got power. Goswami's shoulders a big load with the bowling. Who else do you expect there?
0: I think they could take three, maybe four paces in as well. Um, They've got Magna Singh, who had the Aussies in all sorts in Game 2 of that ODI in that opening spell with Jalang Goswami. And I think with a pink ball, the Aussies are... They're scared on the lights. Um, they're, they're scared of what those two could possibly do. The other one that was really impressive in Game 3 was um, Pujava Strarka. Uh, yeah. She had a really good slower ball, so I think she could use an older ball and, and really try and um, start to dictate what she was going to do. But the, the good thing with her was that she bowled really well to her fields and was really... Um, she always felt like she was on the front foot to the Aussie batters. They've also got Shikha Pandy on the sidelines, who's an absolute... Um, uh, she's got so much experience with the Indian side. Swings the ball in, very Megan shoot like um, They could bring her in as well. She hasn't played a part in the series so far, but possibly it could be an option if they do decide to be tempted to take an extra pace in with this green wicket. But I, I just can't go past the opening, um, the opening bowlers in Geelong, Swami and Meghna Singh. I think they're going to have a massive game.
1: Well, Shikapandi has to play with that name. That's, how, how good is that? So now one thing you can't do in a test match is, you know, put down chances. India have been poor in the field. Have you seen them be better than that? Or are they always that bad?
0: No, they are far better than that. We saw in yep. game two, they were red hot and they were on. Um, I think that, that they will take a lot of discussion from that. Fielding is such a mindset thing. You want the ball to come to you. And in test cricket, it's not going to come to you all the time, but you've got to be prepared to take those opportunities. I think the Aussies have the the wood on the Indians. They're far fitter and and they pride themselves on their fielding. So I I think that the Aussies have them there. It's just whether the Aussie batters can negate the likes of Goswami and and Singh. Um, But the Indians, no doubt, they won't have been happy with how they played in game three with their fielding effort. And yet somehow they still won. So I think that's something for the Aussies to even reflect on and say we didn't actually make them, we, we didn't punish them for, for having such a sloppy effort in the field.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's very rare that we say about this all-conquering Australian team that uh, they're going in off the back of a loss. So uh, oh, they'll yeah. be smarting a little bit, I would have, I would have thought.
0: Yeah, I, and I think there's been a lot of honest reflections and discussions. I think there was a lot of good from Game 3, but just those key moments that we just didn't um put the foot on the throat and really really try and dominate india um i think those key moments are are something in test cricket that you've got to take a a grasp of know when you've got to absorb pressure and know when the the opposition's on top of you but equally knowing when your your little opening is to to really dominate with the ball and um try and make the batter play as, as much as they can or as a batter try and Take that calculated risk that's going to swing momentum in, in your favor. I think we're going to see a lot of toing and fro with momentum. It'll just be who's going to be more patient.